0: Let's go to the board brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book, and we begin. It's Christmas time. Number three, Georgia, laying eight or eight and a half, depending where you get it. Jim, numbers updated via FanDuel.
1: Eight and a half.
0: Eight and a half against Tennessee, three thirty CBS, and somewhere we need Vern Lundquist Urn brought into the broadcast studio.
1: <clears throat> this this is a Vern game. Absolutely.
0: Actually, he's not dead, is he?
1: No. You did kill him off just a second ago. Flowers to to his family. Come on, come on. I'd
0: like to take that back. Vern is alive. Okay, lead off because you love
1: this. I do love this, and and I'm disappointed uh, you're not here across from me. Because can you see what I'm putting on right now? Oh my God! Where did you get those? These we'll have these for the rest of the season. These are orange shutter shades. The public loves Tennessee. I love Tennessee and they are my Costa lock to kick off the pod. There are LSU vibes, the Joe Burrow 2019 team. It's the second year of a transfer quarterback in a pass-happy offense that no one can stop. And just like LSU that year, they didn't play a lot of defense, and it didn't seem to matter. They went into Bryant-Denny that season. They beat Georgia that season. And I look at UT going, I see it. I do. They went into LSU. They just blew the doors off Kentucky. They won against Bama. It feels like Tennessee is that team of destiny. And while Georgia's great, I don't know if they're as great as they were a year ago. When you lose eight players from your defense to the NFL, five in the first round, I do look at you as more vulnerable. I do question if you're going to be able to keep up. I love getting the eight and a half points for a team that, Mike, I'll be honest, I think they could win the game outright. And I would sprinkle a little on the money line. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's... I get it. I get where you're going with it. But I, I kind of feel like the college football playoff thing helped last night. Like Kirby gets to play the disrespect card. You're number three. They don't value you. They're pissing on you. And, and look, here's the thing. I, I'm approaching this with a different handicap. Now, again, I may be wrong. You may be right. Vice versa. My cap resides in when is the last time Georgia needed to get up for a game? needed to care it was Oregon and what did they do that was a bloodbath Mm -hmm. so then you float and again these are 18 to 22 year old kids and you're right a lot of the guys from last year's team are gone they're making money on Sundays I view it like they've done what they need to do to get by I agree The Missouri thing is still terrifying to me that performance was something but now and I've quoted this a couple of times Nick Saban always says you only get a couple of year. You can ask your team to get up and play a plus ball. This is the one they're at home. Bright lights are on again. And here's the thing that bothers me with Tennessee still. It is hard enough. If you have a good team to handle what Georgia wants to do offensively with the three tight ends, et cetera. And everyone I think has been lulled to sleep because Tennessee made Will Levis look like ground Mm. last week. I don't know what that was. And, We'll, we'll do an NFL draft show where we're going to be betting on who gets drafted, where I, this will have a stuff I can't do. I look at Georgia and I go, okay, this really is like, if Tennessee wins this game, they're winning it all. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think they're going to do it. I, I, I just don't, I don't think they're going to Georgia and getting this done. And reality wise, you know, and understand, I'm not arguing with Jim on this people. This is how I'm showing you what goes into my thought process. You know I don't value Alabama. So that win is impressive, but I don't think Alabama's any good by Bama standards. Well, you know, sure. this LSU thing we're doing, sorry, can't do it. Uh, I'm on Georgia here. I'm making Georgia a play minus eight and a half. I could see a 42-28 kind of game. I, I just don't think Tennessee's getting stops, and I do think water will meet its level a little bit because defensively, Jim, we've talked about this. Bama secondary is not – Bama vintage. Correct. This Georgia secondary is very good against the pass. Yeah. It, how many great QBs do you
1: Right. Play? There I, are no great QBs. No, I know. Listen, they're metrically, they're top 10, they're third in pass defense efficiency. Like I'm not going to sit here and tell you Georgia has a bad defense. It's just the question of when you have that special offense. Like we saw in 2019, can you shred even great defenses? And with Tennessee, it's Hendon Hooker, it's Hyatt, and it's it's getting Cedric Tillman back into the fold he played last week. This is one of those offenses where I don't know if you can stop them. No, and this is the ultimate test. Yeah, I mean Nolan Smith not playing either for Georgia done for the season. Their linebacker. Listen, I think what we're going to find out is with the Costa Lock on this, how magical is Tennessee's season? Because if they can well, overcome the Georgia and the Costa Lock, it would be quite the statement.
0: The ultimate indignity would be this will be the first week I go against the Costa Lock. I've been zero and three following you. Now I go against you and it wins. Mm-mm. <laughs> Uh, that, that would be mentally and emotionally devastating. Uh, but no, look, I like the fact we're on the opposite of this game, biggest game of the week. Um, there's nothing contrived about it. I mean, I have a cap that relies on separate things than what you're using and they both, you can make a case for both. I'm rolling with it. I'm taking UGA and I think it's a light bulb moment. I think it's the disrespect card and you know what? Hey man, guess what? Hendon Hooker, you pull this off. You're winning the Heisman, and your team's going to be the favorite to win the Natty. Well, I and, think it's just that simple.
1: And to what we said earlier, if you do think Tennessee's going to win this game, like I talked about sprinkling on the money line, you might want to sprinkle on their national title too because that's way better odds. I mean, we're talking to win this game is plus 250. To win the national title, you said it's plus 1,000. So Yeah, I
0: could see those odds cut in half if they win this
1: game. Well, yeah, so if you're going to do it, you want to do it right now.
0: By the way, um, I know I still haven't selected a sweatshirt from last week's sweatshirt game, mm-hmm. and you still owe me one. I do. Hashtag priority shipping, SMU. Um,
1: you don't want to make this the sweatshirt game, do you? Oh, I, I'm already outfitting your closet. No, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll back out of that one. Okay, I just I'm
0: I'm merely offering you a chance to earn a sweatshirt back before I place the secondary order.
1: Okay, do you, who do you want, by the way? I'm perusing. Okay. Doing a little shopping. <laughs> this guy, I am perusing. Just going to milk it. By the way, by the way, I, I have beef with SMU's uh, bo- student bookstore or whatever their, their store is. I ordered it, priority shipping, and they said, we'll notify you when it is shipped. Well, how the hell does that? No, you order, like, two days is when it's supposed to arrive. It's, well, no, two days from when we ship it. Well, then this sophomore from the bookstore needs to put it in a box and send it off.
0: Oh boy.
1: I got beef oh with SMU's boy. bookstore. So if anybody knows someone at the SMU bookstore, how do we get this order shipped?
0: Yeah, tell Bobby at, at psychology class he needs to get back <laughs> to the office and put that sweatshirt in the mail.
1: It is it is in route hopefully soon. Okay. Next matchup: number six Alabama, minus 12 and a half at LSU, Death Valley at night, whereas Les Miles said, this is where dreams go to die. Alabama has no room for error with one loss. Mike, what's the play? There
0: is none for me straight up. I respect the hell out of you for riding with the home team. Look, man, I have no right to bet on Alabama. I have no read. They've been horrible on the road. I've bet them. What twice and been as wrong as you can be uh, at Texas, bet them against a I I can't do it, buddy. And Look, I'm not ready to trust LSU. I understand they've got a sparkling number 10 next to their name, but what is their signature victory? Ole Miss? Ole Miss is a complete fraud. I mean, Ole Miss should have lost to AM this past week. So, look, I think it's a great game to watch. I'm going to be pumped up. I'm all in. But I'd be lying to you if I said I had a big angle on this game. I, I just, buddy, I can't do it. I can't do it with Bama, with the secondary, with their offensive line. This O line, I mean, people don't realize the pressure Bryce Young has been under all year long. And then the flip side of it is you want me to trust Jaden Daniels against a Nick Saban deep? Like, I can't do it, boys. I I, I love you. I'm rooting for you. you. Tell me what side you're picking. I'll wear a little beanie hat and I'll root for you. But I, I got no play in this game.
1: So my thought is I got to stop holding Tennessee against LSU because I do think Tennessee – is that special team this season, right? I mean, they're emerging as a special team. And if I hold that belief, then I can't beat up LSU for it. And instead, I could look at what they have done this season, which I I view them as a pretty good team. Their quarterback can move. Those kind of quarterbacks typically give Nick Saban problems. Their defense has been better than people realize this season, which could be a challenge for an Alabama team that I don't think they have their full complement of receivers the way they've had the last few years. Bryce Young has had to be special this year. And I think he probably pulls this one out, but getting 12 and a half at night at Death Valley, I think that's the LSU move here. I think you play Tigers because SP plus says it's 11. I don't even know if that's fully accounting for the environment. Yeah, I I think Bama as a stupidly undisciplined team on the road gives me enough to cover this spread. Bama's committing nine penalties a game. It's 126th in the FBS. That's not a place you want to go and make some mistakes and self-destruct. I think it's LSU in the points.
0: Yeah, the one thing I would say for the people, like if if you want to understand, you go, well, geez, you're being awfully disrespectful to LSU. It's like, well, wait, I don't value. Look, they got destroyed against the one good team they played. They played Tennessee and got destroyed. The Mm -hmm. game was over in five minutes. Look at the rest of the results. You know, we, we know miss is a fraud. They were not impressive against Florida. They escaped against Auburn. Escaped. I think they had four passing yards in the second half. Um, You know, what's Florida state, what's Southern, what's New Mexico. I just, I, I, and then Jim, it's not an argument with you. I I want the people to understand. I don't go granular on everything, but there's reasons for the things I say. I think LSU is a little trumped up. I get a little nervous there and you know what I feel about Bama. Hey man, go Tigers back (laughs) out. I'll be rooting for you. I've, I've always loved LSU.
1: I can't do it this week. I don't blame you for staying away. We talked about it Monday. This was a tough one. We also talked about Clemson. Number four in America, minus three and a half in South Bend against the Irish night game. Oh, God. Are you going to – I think I know where you're going to go. I don't see any notes from you. Are you opting out of this one? I feel like this is a Notre Dame play for you.
0: In in better days. In better days filled with more confidence and a juicier record, it is where I would lean. And I can't make a lot of sense of it because, honestly, when these two teams were going to go at it, I looked at it and I go – that's got to be Clemson minus ten, and the number comes out and it's four. Mm-hmm. Now it's three and a half. You want me to take Notre Dame with three and a half? The number there's no value there for me, and I just yeah. If I had more confidence, better days, better ways, I would take Notre Dame. But I I'm not. I am. Here's what I'm done with with Clemson. I'm done acting like they're still Clemson. They don't jump off the screen at me. The skill players are not the skill. You know what I mean? Like you don't see a T Higgins out there. You know, you don't, you don't have a Deandre Hopkins out there. You don't have hell. You don't have a CJ spiller like this, 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 they're just whatever. And the quarterback play. I mean, DJ has been pulled. Now, now you go to Notre Dame. Here's a problem. Clemson should be able to take away. The one thing Notre Dame wants to do, which is run the football. Brian remember is back fully functional. That whole front.
1: Their linebacker, Barrett Carter's back. He didn't play against Syracuse. No, their front is legit.
0: Yeah, and it's where I go, wait, am I really trusting Drew Pine? I mean, I watched a lot of that Syracuse game. Their passing game is horrible. Yep. It's Mike Mayer and and your family members. (laughs) I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. So I'm going to stay away because I just don't think there's a lot of value in that number. But, yeah, it would be. It would be a Notre Dame play for
1: me. I think if they had to play, talking Clemson, immediately following the Syracuse game, there would have been some animosity about the quarterback. But Dabo squashed it following the Syracuse game, and they've had two weeks to settle everybody down. DJ had a big game in South Bend a couple years ago. It was his coming out party. He's their quarterback. It's not like um, Klubnik came in and threw for 300 yards. He was like two of four passing. They know who their quarterback is. I don't want to play into there's a QB situation here. I think they know who their starter is, and I think they're going to be the better team in the trenches. What you hit on is exactly why I'm going to play Clemson here. They have a top-10 run defense with an elite D-line, and their linebackers are back. You want to tell me Notre Dame is going to run for 68 yards, 85 yards, and they're going to win this game or even keep it close? Pine completed one pass in the second half last week. They do not have a downfield passing game. This is one of those matchups where I don't like Syracuse as a football team but I love the matchup and that's why I'm going to play the Tigers.
0: Here's the one thing. And again, people, you know, we try to deliver as much content as we can. You do not have to value this. Um Notre Dame at home 17 and 3 their last 26 and 0 against the spread their last 6 against the ACC. You do what you like with it. Jim, I got no issue with it and if you forced me to pick where this number's drifted down towards a field goal, yeah, it'd be Clemson. I mean, when it was four and a half... Yeah, it
1: yo-yoed a little bit. It did. Yeah,
0: so it, it's a stay away because, A, I have a bunch of games I like better where I find, like, there's an advantage. There's something stronger to it, but...
1: Here's the thing just- with Notre Dame. How, how do we view them... Like, did they play down to their competition and up to their competition? How do we explain the Marshall loss at home this season, right? They've been a better road team this year. At home, they beat UNLV, but they lost to Marshall, and they lost to Stanford. And like, they damn
0: near I, lost to Cal.
1: Right. So. Buddy,
0: when the numbers don't make sense, you know what it does to my soul. But I, thats this is where yeah. discipline Mike is coming to the table. I'm staying away
1: from it. SP plus says Clemson by five. I feel better about taking them as the numbers drifted. As you said,
0: you love your SP plus. I
1: I just, I'm straight with people. I was telling Evan before we came in to record today, I look at the game first from what I know, and we've seen nine weeks of football and that's where I start, but I want to make sure I'm not like way out over my skis on stuff. So I'll check, you know, where bet differentials are. And then I'll go, what does the model say? And if everything aligns, then I have no regrets. And, and since I've, you know, stabilized, I'm in, I'm in a better headspace. Next. Wake Forest, NC State. These are two ranked teams, which is why they're on the board. Wake Forest minus four and a half at NC State at night. Don't look at me. Wake's coming off a six turnover game. This is not an easy spot. That model says NC State should win the game. FPI says they should win too. That's another one of those ESPN metrics. It's a night game with a really good pass defense against Sam Hartman. They forced three interceptions against him a year ago. NC State got something from their freshman quarterback MJ Morris. He let him do a double digit comeback, three touchdowns in the second half last week. I'm going to play NC State with four and a half points at home.
0: I think it's. I think that's the right side to me. I mean, dude, that Chambers guy was horrific. Yep. So I'm glad they made a move to a different quarterback. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to be too hard on the guy, but gee whiz how the hell are you? He transferred from Charleston Southern and running like the triple option. It's like, dude, why did you give this guy scholarship? Yeah, this guy's terrible. So yeah, the quarterback change can't be understated. Um, I don't like Wake. I've always told you, I think Wake's a paper tiger. Um, that performance last week, sure, you know, we, we were on Louisville, but like, I didn't expect that. But yeah, it's a little bit of that bloom off the rose element where you go out and you're having this great year and you just get bombed and now you got to go on the road at night I yeah I, I i would lean your way but buddy you're betting on a true freshman quarterback in a big-time environment big-time game I, I i give you credit on it i just think that for as i said there's games i like better here's the thing planet earth if you look at ticket count percentages it's on cetera, wake oh my god It this is island of misfit toys home dog at night
1: and a key number four and a half, right? Uh, oh yeah,
0: Because college kickers. Yeah. I, I think if I played it, you're on the right side. Of
1: it. Last one on the board, then we'll go best of the rest where we're going to find you like t- tipping over garbage cans and trying to find value this week. Uh, the last yeah. one on the board, Texas, newly minted number 24 last night by the committee. They're minus two and a half at number 13, Kansas state. It's a night game in the little apple.
0: What are you doing here exactly? Like I saw your notes on this.
1: I'm all over the place.
0: And the initial thing I said, verbatim, Jim, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I was just talking to my computer. I, I, I want I want to just give you the main stage. So I'll talk I am through it. Shocked.
1: It's weird.
0: Shocked at what you're doing here.
1: So this is a weird line and a weird spread. And what have you said? You got Two ways you can go. You can lean all the way into it, or you can just opt out of it. And initially, I think the little apple at night with a really good defense, home team's getting points, everybody's betting Texas, I should play Kansas State. But that's not leaning into the weird line. The weirdness of the line to me is Texas, who was barely ranked, is favored on the road. It's because Texas is the better football team they've had the best run defense in Big 12 play they've had two weeks to prepare they have the better quarterback in Quinn Ewers so you know what this is another one of those public deals shutter Shades activated I'm going Texas
0: all right but hold, hold on here's the problem my last image of Texas was watching Quinn Ewers go 16 of 42. can't hit the broad side of a bar now what it was it the
1: wind is do you think he's miserable? a bad player I no, don't I'm not
0: do you think Quinn Ewers is bad? I said,
1: I don't. I don't think he's a oh, bad player. No,
0: but 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 what I'm saying to you is, as the noted quarterback killer on this show, I've bet nine teams who have lost their quarterback or two the day I've bet them. I looked at Quinn Ewers and I went, is he dealing with something? There was nothing on those footballs. Nothing. And I'm not talking about deep out routes or, you know, throwing bullets. For, I'm talking... Can you throw this thing to the flat and he's hitting a phone player? If you're telling me off the bye week, you think he's right. I do. Great. What's the quarterback situation at K-State? Good luck. Because Chris Kleiman and that staff basically ran a game on everybody two weeks ago. It was clear Adrian Martinez was hurt. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. He's going to play full participant. We're ready to roll. Guy goes out there, takes two steps, and is like, yeah, I'm good. I'm out tonight. All
1: right, Will Howard's in. So Texas is preparing for both of them. I'm assuming, if I'm betting Texas, I have to assume for the worst-case scenario, which is Martinez plays, right? I mean, he's their better quarterback. He's been the guy that's made that rushing offense go. But Texas stops the run, so I'm not panicking over it. Uh, Jim, I got to tell you. You think this is a a bad decision?
0: I think you're potentially walking into this puppy, but give you credit. I, I, Jim, I just, I don't get where the advantage is. I got questions about yours. I got questions about Texas in a big game. I I just do. And, and look, I'm using recency bias, and I know this, but my God, like Kansas State just won 48-0. They come home. And they are underdogs to Texas. If I had to play it, I'm on your side of it, believe it or not, because that is so outer space alien. I almost want to play this just so I can get my own pair of orange sunglasses with it. Are we, you know what? They were
1: a value pack. I have mix and match options for various teams. We're going to have fun with this this season. Really? Yeah.
0: All right. Here's what I'm going to do. Put, te- put Texas on my card. Oh, yeah,
1: that's right.
0: Put Texas on my card. This is so weird. And I want one game where I agree with you on it so we can root together and then cry together. Mm. Put Texas on my board.
1: Texas minus yeah, two. No, yeah,
0: Texas lay in 2.4. I like that better than Texas 2.5. <laughs> I like that better. Huge value. All right. Yeah. And, and people don't worry. Be like, Jesus, Mike, going to play it again. I'm a man of the streets. My games are coming up, don't worry. All right, so that's the board presented by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook.
2: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better